0: The following actual play recording is rated E for edgy and contains discussions of violence, sexual themes, potentially discriminatory language, occultism, blasphemy, and the Australian accent. Please be advised. You are the monster. You are performing the ritual. You are
1: upsetting the status quo. Good afternoon, listeners. You're listening to 33.3 FM, and we're conducting an experiment for today's episode. We're trying something a bit different here. Right now, I am looking in on Tormson and a few friends of ours from the other side of a two-way mirror. Say hi, everyone.
2: Help. Hi.
3: It's funny that he thinks that he's looking in on us to the two-way mirror.
1: I
0: mean, it's literally two-way, because we can also look in on him.
3: Right, yeah. Probably thinking of a one-way mirror.
0: No, Torn. Put in the wrong mirror, you idiot. Are you thinking of a window? I I told
1: you to get a mirror, not a window. God fucking... All right, all right. So, well, regardless, um, we are trying out an experiment with corkboarding here. We know that a few of our listeners have wanted to get a sense of what the actual process is like. So we've put together a group of exceedingly willing participants... We're just going to see what happens with uh, Tormson being the maestro of the process himself. So I am going to go off mic here and give things to Tormson. And, well, let's see what sort of magic falls out.
4: Normally, if you shake Thompson, some kind of magic does fall out as well as loose change. So we have four uh, likely lads here uh, ready and willing to participate in the cork boarding at your own pace. Introduce yourselves with as much detail as you wish. You can lie. It doesn't matter.
5: I go first. I'm, I'm Top Hat.
4: You will have known Top Hat from the first episode. Welcome back to the show, Top Hat.
5: Thank you, thank you. It's, it's great to be back.
3: Hey, this is uh, Max, also known as Melon Bread. I sometimes appear on another show called The Green Box, which is about a game called Delta Green, which is by one of the same developers as Unknown Armies, but it's not the same at all in many other respects. I have been very harshly critical of the show 33.3 FM in the past for not doing enough to help initiate new players in the world of Unknown Armies. And so today is where I put my money where my mouth is.
2: Hi, I'm Tom, also known as Burning Heron. I am also on the green box with Max over there, and I have played exactly one one shot of Unknown Armies, which I was led to believe would be an asset for this exercise,
0: I'm Conscience1121. I am conscious 1121 i do not make anything of value. I have also played one one shot of Unknown Armies, and I provided legal representation for Jeffrey Epstein. Wait, is that
2: actually something you played out?
4: What the fuck? Where did you get this guy? I went to an island and I found him. He was hiding. Oh, God damn it.
0: They're still there. They're all still there. The shining
4: Epstein Island. How's, how's the weather there?
0: Uh, that's confidential. I'm afraid that's that's related to a, an ongoing. Um, you don't need it Really, you don't really need to know. To be honest.
4: Okay. So some people, I know. Mel- Melon's been through this corkboarding process before for shits and giggles on one occasion. I don't think you other guys have. So we are going to start from the basic, the first stage and the naughtiest stage of the process is to figure out an objective. And this is something that people can not want to do because it's annoying to when you have nothing, a blank sheet of paper and to figure out like what actually you want to do. And so many people will opt instead to go through the rest of the corkboarding process, figure out the characters before doing the objective. This is a terrible mistake. It's a fiendish error and it will cause chaos. What you need to do is do the objective first, even though it's difficult. So I have provided three potential objectives. Number one, a terrible thing is going to happen to your community like a bridge collapse and I was thinking of like the Mothman like mythos when I was doing that or like a keystone oil pipeline type thing and your objective is to stop it or number 2 there is an asshole wizard with whom you have a grudge you're going to kill them and number 3 this town is full of gullible fools you're going to start a cult now each of these are relatively low level local objectives and because this is going to be a short campaign a local objective only affects a small area a small number of people so the kind of shit you have to do to get there is a lot easier than if you're trying to like swing a presidential election or make someone ascend into godhood what do people think about these three choices so you you teased some of these options
3: uh, to us beforehand. And I do I do think that I'm personally fine with you doing that. I, I don't think... I, I'm, I'm kind of with you that I don't think this should be a complete blank slate because I think asking people who know nothing about the game to just in a complete vacuum come up with stuff is a fool's errand. When I heard... You have to kill the wizard. My first thought is that the game begins at the funeral of our friend who was killed by this wizard, and that was the first thought I had. And then my second thought was, um, and and you guys can tell me how if, if if this is in the wrong direction. But the thing that I thought was that this wizard character might not even be that bad a guy. This might be someone who was generally well-liked and may have killed our friend in self-defense or may have otherwise been you know in a, in a duel or in some other circumstance where it wasn't actually that objectionable to do what he did but uh like a greek tragedy or a viking saga it doesn't matter why he did it we are bound to revenge because that was our friend that he killed
2: i like that i think mean, the ambiguity is cool
3: that was the framing i had what does everyone else think do you want to go after that do you want to do a different one?
5: I was thinking of possibly combining the wizard with the terrible event happening and that uh, in order to prevent the terrible event from happening, we have to kill the wizard. But uh, the idea of the wizard not necessarily being super evil is intriguing to me.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that was a compelling essay, Melenbrand. Um And I think that uh, I, I particularly don't like the terrible event thing because I preserve the status quo in every role playing game and having a game about just killing a guy, even just killing like a nice guy, sounds like fun.
3: Let me ask this uh as this as the guy who's gonna be running the game, Tormson, does that give you enough to work with that specific concept of revenge against someone who doesn't necessarily deserve
4: it? That's fine. Um it depends on what you guys do with the corkboard, but as a character concept like nice guy you're gonna kill, there's a lot I can do with that. I can work with that. It'll just be depending on what you put up there. So yeah, this is a good example of how in Ananamis you can just be a bunch of dickheads. Like, There's no reason the antagonist has to be a bad guy. So I like this a lot. Okay, the,
3: the one thing I will say in defense of the cult idea is that find this guy and kill him is not exactly an original premise in the world of role-playing games. Whereas start your own secret organization just to trick people into giving you money and various other things is something that feels like it might explore what Unknown Armies has to offer better. Because the thing about killing a wizard is that we can kill wizards in Delta Green if we want, but we can't necessarily start our own secret society to make money. So that's the one thing that I thought of that would make that idea more attractive.
5: My fear with starting a cult is that if we're going for something more limited so tormson doesn't accidentally run like a two-year-long campaign for us that something with a more defined end goal such as stopping a terrible event from happening or killing a wizard might be better for that but um maybe tormson has a secret plan on on how to make uh starting a cult better in that sort of framework
4: i have a pair of wings to wing it
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the cult wouldn't have to necessarily be a long-term thing. It could be, we're only staying here and running this cult for a certain amount of time until we get the dough from these rubes to skip town again.
5: That's, okay, That that that's, yeah, that's fair. Like, I, yeah, I can, it, I can get along with that.
0: It strikes me that another reason you don't see that kind of cult concept used very often, though, is that, like, at least in my experience, that kind of game is not very good for, uh, like, making an, a, a group of characters all be useful like you usually end up with one guy who basically becomes the cult leader and everybody else sort of follows him around
3: yeah basically every cult organization that i can think of has like two main characters there is the leader and then like the one who's behind the scenes like a lot of the times it's like uh the rajneesh param guy and his wife or like l ron hubbard and who is it david miscarriage the guy who the guy who rules it now it's always it's always like the number one and then the scheming number two.
4: The mascot as number three. One option you could do is say if the guy, the wizard or your target is in charge of a cult, then maybe instead of killing him, you want to dethrone him or take his place or humiliate him. That's another option.
5: That's cool.
0: Yeah, that could add like an interesting challenge. Going
5: beyond just eliminating him could be interesting.
4: Yeah, you know, maybe you don't want to kill him, but you want his cult to no longer think that he's God on earth or Jesus Christ reincarnated or whatever, but you want him to suffer the loss of his
0: cult. And 24 style, make sure he's not a martyr. Hmm.
4: So what what do you, what do people think? Does that sound good or stick with killing Sure. or?
0: Yeah, I think that we can move away from
3: killing just because as straightforward as it is, it's something like everyone can kill a wizard in an RPG. That's,
2: that's been done.
3: Whereas, um,
2: we're trying to kill his soul. Like,
3: you know how how uh when Wei Yun was like, we got to kill everyone on Earth, and then Goldicott was like, nah, fuck that. Victory isn't about killing your enemies. Victory is about forcing your enemies to acknowledge your greatness and that they were wrong to oppose you in the first place. So maybe it's not necessarily we want to kill this guy. Maybe it's that, hey, this guy's a real piece of shit and we're not getting the catharsis that we need because there is a social refusal to... CR point of view.
5: The one way I can see in which uh, killing a wizard would be interesting would be if they are resistant to harm and, like, say, like, there's some sort of Koschi the Deathless sort of figure. And that in order to kill them, you'd have to o- overcome some form of supernatural protection.
0: I mean, that also sounds fine.
4: You could also stop the, the wizard from killing themselves. Like, imagine, you could combine all <laughs> three um of my options and have it like be like the Heaven's Gate cult. Like you know that they're gonna like kill themselves to go and join the comet UFO, but you're gonna you wanna fucking fuck that all up and just like ruin his cult, basically. That's could work. I oh, know we got too many ideas at this point. Um I like humiliate the wizard. Yeah,
2: I think this is a good core to work around for now. Like humiliate the wizard, make him lose his cult. He's no prove he's not God on Earth.
4: The one thing
5: I would like to keep is the framing device of why we all know each other and that the, the wizard has done something bad to one of uh, someone we liked.
3: I think starting the game at a, at a funeral is a cool story beat, but you don't have to like, I don't want to like retroactively organize the whole story to achieve it because it's not worth torpedoing everything else.
2: I think that's fine. It could be like we lost one of our friends to the cult and right. something happened to him. He The friend died. And that's what motivates us to go after this guy.
0: Maybe you tried to like expose them Scientology style.
3: No, I think it should be the opposite. I think that he should be, he was a devoted cultist, did some kind of, there was some like stupid ritual that caused him to like die of, of drowning or um, exposure or something like that.
4: That's pretty solid. That ties it all together. So you have a grudge against this wizard slash cult leader whose stupid ritual killed your friend. Death is too good for him. So you want to humiliate him and make him lose his cult, which is the only thing that keeps him going through life.
3: It may be literally. It may be like that he has some actual dependency on validation that he will literally die without due to a botched wizard experiment. We're not sure. That sounds good to me, Thompson. All right, that's good. There's so much fucking text in sentient train. Powerful train. Big wheels, Pierce, yummy children, runs over the meddling wizard, requires the bridge to function, provides legal representation, Jeffrey Epstein, twin pilots, Vroom Ert, shining icon of the Ministry of Truth, humiliates through powerful masculinity.
2: Well, now we have to provide a screenshot of this so that this joke will make any sense. The whole,
3: no, the whole point of me reading it out loud was to so that the viewers could participate in the exercise. Then it
5: connects to the second train, which has less text, but still, one pilot, smaller
3: wheels. None of this is anything regarding what we just established, though. Like, how do we make the pirate?
2: We, the we, pirate
4: they, is, we're not supposed to have shit on the fucking cookboard yet.
2: Listen, someone is putting graffiti on our Padlet that we are using to
4: brainstorm. And This is you what happened. Because
2: the, the graffitier
5: has sole dominion over its editing privileges.
4: No. I mean, anyone oh, can edit it. It's
5: gone. Oh, I, I tried to edit it earlier and I was unable to change it.
0: Was it ever there at all? It was too beautiful to have existed in the first place.
4: Well, we've got a record from Melon. I'll just keep that in the recording because I don't care. All right, next. So we've got an objective. Now, the next stage, if everyone's got their character sheets organized, is to notch your unnatural meter. Can everyone see the unnatural meter?
3: Yeah, it's on the character sheet, it is a horizontal line of dots.
4: Exactly. I see
5: fitness, status, notice, and oh, Found it.
2: It's the one that starts with notice.
5: Yeah, and then over on the right is unnatural. So do we want to put a notch on a natural or tick up the notice from 60 to 55?
4: Now, what you can do, you see there is um, nine notches in there, right? At this stage of the game, you you can notch up to five notches to begin. This um, indicates how much experience, how hardened you are emotionally and psychologically against the unnatural, which will influence your upbeat and downbeat abilities, which for unnatural is notice and secret. So the more hardened you are for unnatural, the better you are at secret, but the worse you are at notice at base. So so just to
3: be clear, the question you are asking us to to answer at this moment is how much does your character know about the occult underworld
4: at this stage like how this works is you will give us a short scene or a short uh, description of how you encountered the secret world how you saw behind the veil why do you have this much experience with the unnatural and then you're not
3: okay I, i i don't even have a character concept yet
4: that's right
5: um i'll start even though i don't have a character concept but an, uh, an idea of a scene occurred to me and that uh, our friend died in a bushed wizard ritual but uh, perhaps they came to me and said well top hat i've joined this cult and it's really amazing allow me to reveal one of the sacred mysteries to you so that you might know of its sublimity and join with me and then they performed one of the mystic miracles and it was a, it was a supernatural minor supernatural event and i went well, that's really cool and all, but uh, I'm still not joining your cult. And then they left.
4: So you are a participant in the ritual that got your friend killed, or an observer?
5: Uh, no, I was, I was saying this is something that they uh, attempted to use to lure me into the cult. Ah, I a, see, okay. Further mystic power. I'm, but... I'm using this to justify a very low notch count. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. So this is on top of the existing notch that already exists? Or um, is no, it...
4: you can just leave okay. that. If you just want to have one notch... Um, like you've heard some, your friend came and told you some mystic bullshit, but you didn't believe it or didn't want to participate, and you just keep it at one notch. That's fine
0: too. All right. I think I might go for the five. And <laughs> I think that, um, my, my, my friend, the cultist, tried to, you know, impress me with his knowledge of however the cult works, whatever mysticism is going on there. But, I have already um, I, I have already unlocked much of the mystery of the world through my deep personal connection with Christ the Lord, who visits me in my dreams every night and jacks off mystical power into my brain.
4: So basically your unnatural experience is the fact that you see visions of Jesus Christ in your dreams.
0: Yeah, he talks about all this stuff that doesn't sound very Christian at all, but I know it is because it's it's Jesus.
4: Jesus says that it has to be.
0: Exactly. Like, I don't go to church anymore because they're all wrong. They don't know what they're talking about.
4: That works. So those must be pretty vivid and lucid dreams to give you all these unnatural points, but maybe it's just the knowledge he's giving you that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's your faith. You know it's real. You don't have to directly
2: experience I mean, anything it, but, but Jesus like, telling I, I, it to you
0: nothing about the metaphysics of unknown armies. I've got a vague idea of this invisible clergy, etc. So I don't know if it's possible to learn great bodies of magic through dreams. So if- It's not impossible. Great. Then Jesus gave it to me.
4: In terms of getting magic, we're not up to that stage yet. But yeah, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to allow it. I mean, Jesus visits you in the night, teaches you horrible things. That's really good.
5: So if he adds the full five dots, that would bring him to one- 35 notice and
4: 45 up to you can, you can have up to five notches, so it'll go hit that middle point, the 40-40 point. Ah, oh, okay.
5: I, I understand how the numbers work now. I apologize.
4: That's fine. It's it's a bit weird, but it's, um yeah. Everyone's got at least one hardened notch in everything, but it will, yeah, it will build up. All right, Melon and or Burning Heron.
2: All right, I think I've got something. So do you want to go, Melon? No, you go ahead. All right. I'm thinking maybe my character was previously in a cult, like if not this cult that we are targeting, then a different cult. And so my person has been through the ringer and they already have hit a point where they don't necessarily trust their own eyes and ears and thoughts anymore. So they never saw any magic from our friend who died, but this person was trying to convince me to join this cult and sort of like, The old cravings, the old addiction (laughs) feelings were coming back, and I had to really try and suppress them.
4: I like it. How many notches is that going to give you? Two or three? Let's say three. Yeah, sounds good. So you saw some weird shit at your previous cult. Yeah. I was going to
2: say, I've already, I took it very seriously when our friend uh, was telling me about the cult because I already know how dangerous this kind of group of people can be. And at the same time, there's that yearning for to be part of something bigger than myself again.
4: All right. I like it. Should we be
2: adding these to our entries in the palette?
3: Padlet.
4: That would be helpful. I'm writing them down, but if you want to add them, that would also be cool. You can put them in your little box.
3: My character is going to be a con artist who joins cults to rip them off, like to get close to the, the Supreme leader's credit card number and stuff. And that's how I got involved in this one. So I probably don't have that many unnatural points because usually it's just pretending to believe in some stupid shit in order to trick other people into giving me the information I need to rip
4: them off. I like the concept, but how does it tie into the fact that you're with this, this group, this cabal of people who are going after the cult leader?
3: This is the first cult I ever joined that actually killed somebody or maybe I didn't even join it. Maybe that's why.
4: Okay so you joined it and you saw someone I don't I don't, killed. I don't I don't
3: know I don't know it might it might be I, I, I feel like I feel like having joined it might just be like too much back and forth so I'm not I'm not 100% sure about this concept
4: No I think it kind of works maybe you joined and you befriended this guy or you were using him as a, as a way to get in um and then you saw him get killed and maybe if it's the first time you've seen someone get killed like, maybe it's not your fault, but you feel weird because you were kind of obliquely involved in it. I know, it's up to you. See, this, this is this is what I don't like about this system, is that it's,
3: it asks you to commit to all this shit before you even know what's happening. Like, I don't know what kind of character I want to make, because I don't have a concept yet other than what I just described. So saying the exact relationship between me and the dead man is premature, but the group literally cannot continue until I make a decision. So I guess I'll toss a coin.
4: You could say that this is because in this game, your unnatural experience is what defines your character. So is that what you're going with? Or are you still tossing a uh, coin?
3: Yeah, I'm tossing a coin to see if I'm like a part of the cult or not. Looks like I'm not.
4: So you were going to be part of the cult?
3: I, you know what? Just for simplicity's sake, let's say I was.
4: You were part of the cult. You saw some weird shit. Uh, you saw a guy get killed. Okay. How many notches do you want to give yourself with that? Uh, probably not that many. What's the minimum? Uh, one. Then I'll take one. Conscience is the most uh, versed with the unnatural... Thanks to Jesus.
5: Conscience has five. Heron has three. I have one.
3: It seems like it's not that good to have um, intermediate numbers because you are just kind of shitty at everything. Like if I have if I if I have forty in both unnatural and notice, then what the fuck good am I to anybody? We can
4: cover that up with identities later, like because your identities will okay, substitute so for things.
3: Okay. So I shouldn't. So I shouldn't just make decisions based on mechanical optimization at this stage.
4: You shouldn't. Um, you can do that. Okay. Um, it's unadvised. You, you can the base scores for all these upbeat and downbeat abilities um, is something that can be replaced by identities and will change later in the game as you get more hardened or whatever.
3: Because okay. I Because I don't know like what kind of percentile game this is whether you have to roll a lot or not. Because if you have to roll a lot, then you got to make the skills as high as possible. But if you don't, then you're in a better spot. So I will just leave it at um, the single point. Skepticism, buddies. Well, it's not not skepticism. It's that, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Actually, no, you know what? I'm not going to be that because I really hate playing characters that don't believe in wizards and shit because then it's just really grueling to have to role play like, wait, monsters are real every single fucking time. So I'm not going to be at one. I'm going to be at two.
4: Just enough that you're like, yes, I know this weird shit out there. Yeah,
3: just, just enough that I don't have to just do that over and over again because I hate it.
4: That is fair. All right. Now, at this stage, um, everyone needs to look at the Padlet and add one element. Now, what this means is you can add a location or an NPC and describe them and connect them to something on there and define the connection. So it can be a place that you know about or it can be yeah, a person that you know. You can add a picture. At this point, picture is always fun. If you've got a picture of a weird place or a weird person, that's where, this is when you would be putting up there.
0: Should we define an NPC friend?
4: You can define, yeah, because if you put an NPC friend up there, you could create a connection. If you want to have your connection to your character, that's fine. And you just have to define the relationship. It could be just my father, or it could be a, like a job, or it could be a name. It could be anything, as long as there's that connection to something.
5: How liberal is the
4: definition? Of- Quite for me. All right, I know what I'm gonna put up there. You know me, Top Hat. You know how loosey
0: goosey I am. So do we take turns? Or do we just... Oh, there he is. Beautiful. He's kind of off the page, Top Hat.
3: Oh, I still have to. I still have to make my unnaturals. Also, yeah, this board is way too small. It's gonna fill up very quickly.
0: So Top Hat, put a cat thing in. Why am I not surprised? What's that connected to, Top Hat? Or I guess who, since it's just us at the moment.
5: I'm not sure yet. Um, I was thinking of connecting it to um, Heron's cult, uh, purely because it was the first thing that my eyes flicked onto, and it's also the closest. Um, Heron, what, what say you to the idea of the cult you were formerly part of having some connection to uh,
2: felines? You're going to put that in my backstory? Yes. All right, fuck it. This is a yes and kind of exercise, so let's do it. All right, let me let me get a little bit closer so it's not as
5: obnoxious.
4: So for the listeners at home, Top Hat has added... Uh, Chester, Lord of the Cat, um, it is an orange cat in a little pack of cats, which is quite cute. Wait. And this would... Tava, you need to explain this. You need to explain the context. Yes. Some, like, the context? A little All bit. All right.
5: So um, there are cats, and some of them are more intelligent than others. And Chester is a particularly intelligent cat who, wherever he goes, uh, he bestows some of his wisdom and intellect on the cats that surround him. So he's got a little cat gang.
3: Hat, does he have a stupid-looking kid that follows him and a bunch of rats?
5: Um, maybe. I don't understand the reference that you're making.
3: You serious? Hat? you, you, mister, like, these creatures are so wonderful and, you know, really good. You, you're going to post this and you're not familiar with the amazing Maurice and his educated rodents? No, I'm actually not. Okay, this is a, it's a, it's a, a children's book by the Discworld guy that I read when I was a little kid. And it's a story of a cat who's a con artist and he works with a kid and a bunch of intelligent Rats that got power of speech by oh. eating garbage from a, a wizard lab, and no, they go around, and ever. the rats will infect the rats like infest a town, and then the kid's like, "Hey, if you pay me money, I'll get all the rats out of the town." And then the kid pretends to like lead all the rats out of the town, but really the rats just get up and fucking leave.
5: Yes, I actually have read this book. Now that you've described it gets day. like gradually more sinister as it goes along, and they eventually run into an actual Pied Piper, and they have to negotiate uh between him the rat catcher and the
2: pied piper who just has a slide on his whistle right so i just want to confirm this guy this chester lord of cats this is the cult leader of the cult from i escaped from um maybe
5: uh or possibly it could be an asset of the cult in that they uh
2: tom
3: tom they probably gave your guy toxoplasmosis that's how they controlled him oh my god that's perfect
4: magical toxoplasmosis okay
5: yeah let's do it (laughs) All right. You're more than welcome to
2: connect anything to me in return. <laughs> I already have an idea. I'm going to save that though. I wasn't going to retaliate on you. <laughs> so my idea for, I've been reading Universal Harvester by John Darnielle, where a, it's set in the 90s and a video rental store is a big part of it. So I wanted to put a video rental store in this. Uh, and if it's contemporary, I'm going to say it's probably an abandoned video rental store. That may be the cult Preaches out of, and I don't know. Maybe they've got the power running still there, so they take a lot of the tapes and put that on, or tapes of their own for various things as part of the sermons. I like it. Let me just get a good picture for the board. It's
3: like a videodrome.
2: wasn't Wasn't there a videodrome
3: wizard in the old Unknown Armies book? He like gave people gave people cancer by um, using videotapes. I swear to God, there was a video man in the There's a whole story, school of,
5: magic. of Unknown Armies. Uh, Video Yes, this was the the very topic that um, I was originally introduced to on my first appearance on the podcast.
2: Nice. I genuinely did not know it was a thing.
4: The problem is with um, Videomancy, as it was written in the original book, is very much a product of its time, and Generating Magical Charges is based on watching your fetish show when it's broadcast, but now in our age of streaming media... It's become somewhat awkward. And if you want to learn more about the different ways you can do video, Mancy, you can listen to our first episode. Would
0: you like to know more?
4: While Heron is finding that you guys can, other people can add to the cork board as well. All right. So
2: I've got a picture of a really gnarly looking abandoned video store called Miracle Video,
4: which sounds perfect. That
0: does look perfect. Um, Would anyone like a friend or should I keep him for myself? I've got a very special friend. here. So this is Gigi Allen.
3: Right, he was the guy who would like shit on stage yeah, and stuff. And then
0: he died, but, or did he? In actuality, uh, he, along with his followers who were there that evening, all ascended essentially uh, for a brief period, uh, following which.
3: Like, don't connect that to me because I actually know nothing yeah, about this guy yeah. other than what I, what I just said.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, if, if no one wants him, I'll make him my friend. Uh, where after, it's,
3: not that, it's not that I don't want him, it's that yeah. I don't know the lore.
0: Um, after uh, faking his death, um, he obviously left the the rapping game behind.
3: I don't think that's what kind of musician he was it, was. it was
0: sort of he did a lot of things. Some of it was definitely rap. Some of it, I mean, like he just spoke on the stage sometimes. Like he was just, but he did play rock, uh, I guess, heavy metal. Or oh, I don't really know about rock genres. I just know about this dude. You can, anyway, you
4: can connect him to the Cabal, and if you don't want to connect him to anyone else or any particular um, person.
0: Well, I was going to suggest that. Uh, so, is the cabal the cult we don't like?
4: No, the cabal is you guys as a group.
0: Well, no, no. I'll, I'll just connect him to me. I'll make it after having achieved at last the enlightenment he craved. Um, he now helps uh, counsel me with um, my with with my dreams, etc. Although he doesn't, um, he doesn't believe in Christ. I I still uh, tolerate him.
5: So, Tom, this miracle video is this. Is this the cult that your character was part of previously, or is this the cult that has the wizard in it that we are
2: trying to dethrone? I was thinking this yeah. would be the cult. And with the I'll just make um.
4: Yeah, wait. What, what's miracle video connected to? Uh, so what? Who should I
2: connect it to? Because I was thinking this would be. Does it have to be connected to one of us? Because I was. This think, one was thinking it Would be connected. Um, you can connect it. to Would trick-able. just be like the, that seems like
4: the easiest hangout
2: way. of the cult that we're going after all right fair enough then, yeah i'll just do that i'll connect it to all of us so this is our hideout now
4: context i assume it's where the cult is it's your
0: target location maybe
3: okay so the the cult as in not the cabal as in the
2: antagonists yes. okay
0: right okay so we should define us as the cabal i guess and them as the cult yes we're Look,
4: the cabal. One word is cabal. The other word is cult. They're different words. Well, they start with different We a name for these because we that's that's start we confusing them with us.
5: There's, there's two cults because uh, Tom has a cult in his backstory. How are we going to differentiate them from the wizard cult?
4: Maybe maybe there was there are cats in each of your backstories. So we're not going to confuse backstory cats with just a lot of the cats.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, as far as I care, I mean, there's not really a, a cult, cult. Apparently there was just uh, Chester yeah, and his magical attitude towards toxoplasmosis that he spread enough. to a whole bunch of people around the town where I used to live.
5: Oh yeah, that, it would be rude to call him a cult. Most a, a new religious movement.
2: <laughs> What's the word for a group of cats? Yeah, but I'm not going to call it a cult. I'm just going to call it Chester. <sighs> it's there's a, You have a colony of cats, but I don't
5: know what the collective noun is. I'll go look it up. It might be something stupid like, uh, yes, or maybe that's for lions?
4: Pride? Clouder, it's a, a
5: clouder, a cluster, a clutter, a glaring.
4: Well, for Ch- Chester, has earned it. The glaring would be a pretty good name for a cat cult.
5: Yeah, for non-big cats. Oh yes. Or, okay. Or, According or to or Louder P- with clouder the glaring that is pretty good. Yeah, a clouder is a group of small cats, and a pride is a group of big cats.
4: All right, um, Melonbread, you're the only one who hasn't put something up here yet.
3: H- have we chosen a setting yet?
4: No, I usually go with small town, mid-America.
3: Okay, does anyone have any preferences on that?
4: I
0: prefer big cities.
3: I think they're aesthetically just way better. I think that like the giant-ass buildings and like tenements by the water and shit are just visually way cooler. But if it's easier to just do something more self-contained, I can definitely understand why you'd want to do a cult in a, a smaller area. So we can totally do that.
5: A small city could be cool. Small city. Like, but,
3: not, not like the, the capital city of the state that we're in. But like a, a smaller satellite city. Okay. So, does anyone have any preferences for that then?
0: I want tall buildings with many floors. That's my preference.
4: Okay. How about we make it like a like a small city of about like a hundred thousand people, and it has like the central business district with some tall buildings, but it's mostly not. Okay. Any preferences? Let's make it Perth. Just keep in mind, I, I
3: I know I know less than nothing about <laughs> Perth, Perth so No, that's a joke. To, you're going you to have Perth, say, well, Australia.
4: Yes. Or Perth, Scotland. Oh, it's gonna be a Scottish game? It could be a Scottish game.
5: If you choose I'm I'm mentioning that purely because I know that there is a Perth Scotland. I
3: was I was gonna say I was gonna say, oh, we're gonna glass these cunts, and then I realized wait, that doesn't distinguish between Scotland and Australia.
4: The (laughs) other way. We're gonna glass these cunts. Right.
3: Well wait, 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 let me check Scott language Wikipedia. Oh wait, I just (laughs) did because I'm speaking it.
4: There I think yeah, it doesn't really matter where you said it, it'll just mean I'll be like if you choose some city in fucking Indiana or something it'll just mean be like it'll just mean me going like all right i'm going to have to look up this city on wikipedia and winging it because i don't know fuck all
3: ha- all right so in order to give the game a stronger sense of place then do you have any recommendations because it's clear Usually, that you're trying to steer it well
4: actually the i like i was going i was thinking small town But I think you guys have convinced me, like, small city works just as well if you guys want some urban outfitter adventures. I would, I usually go for people, some people like to set these Anunnami's games in like a big city or a well known city like Los Angeles or New York. I generally tend to go for like shitty third tier cities that no one thinks about as being a more fun setting for this game. Brisbane. Is Brisbane third tier? I mean, it's
0: It's fucking, it's low brow. It's a fucking flaw. Fuck this place. God damn it. Don't set it in Brisbane because I'll just be angry all the time. I'll just be angry constantly.
4: We said let's set it in the US. I don't care. Is it gonna be Midwest, Michigan? I mean we don't California. even have
5: to pick a real city. You can just yeah, I would, make it up and decide decide the city of the, the c- city, like of Eerie, city that exists. The city that exists is the city that we play second fiddle to. Exactly. But the city that we are is this fictional creation, sure. so it can be however you
3: want it. All right. So you you want it to be a non-coastal city, is what you said.
4: Uh, it could be coastal if it's if it's small enough. If you if you if you are desperate for a pier or a beach, I do have a pier. Right. It could be on the um, Great Lakes. So do we, that. Might be fun. Great Lakes is
3: good. Yeah. Uh, um. Maybe like oh, if you, if you want to do small town, it could be like somewhere in like like the North Main Woods.
5: I city, think city on the edge of the Great Lakes is a cool aesthetic that I
3: like. I have to look at which states are on the Great Lakes because I actually don't know all of them. Remember that
4: it, it's this others. is something that's low priority because it's going to be a made-up city anyway. I like the setting.
3: Uh, made-up cities like are the most fun. So we have to make sure it's it's good. Oh, you know what? So I just looked it up and it looks like New York is on, I, I forgot completely that New York is on Lake Ontario. Oh. So um, how about made up town on the shore of Lake Ontario that is a satellite of Rochester? Sounds good to me. Okay, do it. Does anyone have a preference for a name? It can just be something like, like my, my place names are always like Coal City, Cowtown, Salt Bay. Fresh Bay. Fresh Bay, New York. I like it.
5: Ontario is freshwater, is it? I also like fresh bits.
3: I I don't know. Hang on, let me check this.
0: Even if it's not that makes it even better.
3: Hang on, I got an image for this so that
5: I'll upload. Ah, it is freshwater. Okay. So we we lose that on that joke, conscience, but um
0: it'll become saltwater by the time we're done with it. Oh
3: god. What are you planning, conscience? <laughs> Alright, so that's my that's that's my addition. Hang on, I'll find the image.
4: That's a pretty fucked up objective. I'm just imagining this like wizard who raises like saltwater fish and he's just Wants to turn Lake Ontario into a saltwater lake just purely for his fish. It's like the um the guy who wanted
3: to like flood the or not flood um drain the Mediterranean and make it like a farm and then people are like that's fucking stupid it's just gonna be salt flats you can't grow anything there and he's like but Atlantropa and they're like yeah that's that's still stupid you can't just flood the entire <laughs> continent <laughs> like there's no part of this that's beneficial for anyone anyway yeah I found the picture um I'm gonna download it and try and get it uploaded
4: well one thing about Atlantropa is that it would assume assumedly change the climate which could be good or could be absolutely horrible
3: i mean like don't most of them like having coastline like isn't having a coastline kind of a big deal for italy and all those guys France all right I'm hoping this is not gonna upload in so like big a file a big a file size that it's just completely um, unusable but I do want it to be at least large enough so people can see it
4: I can see it if you
5: double click on things they ba- ooh this is
3: We're gonna successfully. can I caption this
5: yes you can um
3: Edit post okay so its name is all right it's a disco Elysium concept art
4: I thought it was familiar
3: this this area in the game is the eminent domain which never shows up in play but is um, referenced in some of the Shivers dialogues and also on some material on the developer website. That's nothing to do with the, the thing we're playing right now. I just thought it was an interesting side note. Okay, that, do, do I need to connect it to somebody or can it just be like get, the setting?
4: You should connect it to the Cabal. Uh, actually, don't worry about okay. it. It's already right next uh, to the Cabal.
3: That's it. fine. Because uh, I do think that um, the connections is the fun part. The problem with not being able to drag other people's stuff is that it's going to get super crowded unless we all collaborate, and even then... Anyway, that's 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 me told.
4: Well, I wanted to use Prezi. People told course. me to use Padlet, and Padlet is better, I think.
3: I didn't tell you to use anything. I was happy with the one we used last time.
1: I can't remember which one that is.
3: Neither can I.
1: The problem with the one that we lose last time is that now they're like having you pay for it and shit. Oh,
4: fuck. No, that. I'm not paying money for shit on the internet. Next stage is I want each of you... There is a portion of your character sheet which is listed as obsession. I want each of you to define your obsession. And this is very important because this game is basically all about crazy assholes who are obsessed with something. Now, this can be... It should be generally short and sweet, something fairly simple, but it can be more abstract or it can be specific. It could be like knowing everything or being physically perfect or a particular TV show or... Anything you want. Like what are you what is your character obsessed with? This is important because if you decide to follow an adept magical tradition later, it should be tied with your obsession. What is your character? This is this, Melon, is where you start to like define what kind of guy your character your character is, and everything's built around the obsession.
3: Okay. I think go ahead. Tell
5: oh, I was gonna say I think I shall be obsessed with the beauty of the cosmos. Ooh. Partially because that is a obsession that I myself, Top Hat,
2: possess. And also because it's cool. I think my characters would be not falling for other people's smooth-talking bullshit. Because I was a victim of a charismatic cult leader who also happened to be a cat with magical parasites. Yeah, that made sense. But how do you define that pithily? Like, so I think it's very important for my character to, to protect their own mind and thoughts and feelings. Being
4: through bullshit is good. Yes, my obsession. See through the bullshit, would be Christ. Maybe. Christ as defined by your dream yeah, Christ, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Not the, the Christ of one, yeah.
5: three.
4: I, I love three.
0: Jesus. You love a, fa- a facsimile.
4: Your Christ is a facsimile of a facsimile of a facsimile? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, that's your Christ. My Christ is real. Ooh.
4: No, I mean, that's what your character would say to someone else. Who wrote the Bible?
0: Me. I did it. <laughs> Saint Melancred. Oh wait, uh, Saint Malabinch.
3: No, no, it, it's 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 a reference to a a, a musician.
0: Technically, it would be Prophet Melonbread,
4: because if he wrote the Bible, that yeah, would predate yeah, the sainthood true. thing.
3: Which, which Bible? The old the old. Well, you're the one who
4: wrote it, so I don't know.
3: I wrote, I wrote the Babylonian Talmud. I'm I'm a I'm a, a the founder of rabbinic Judaism. Anyway, this 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 bit is really good, but you know what else is good? Um, I'm gonna do like the perfect getaway or like the perfect crime or something because my thing is just that it's not even really about the money it's about making a narrow escape when it would be quite easy to get away clean the doing it by the skin of your teeth is more interesting
4: yeah that sounds like the perfect getaway because the perfect crime is more broad i like that
3: okay i just want to make sure that this doesn't bind me to like some interpretation of it that's like boring because i don't want to be like always trying to run away from stuff because that doesn't like make fun for the rest of the group.
4: You don't have to run away.
5: No, it doesn't bind you to anything. Well, you've just defined it yourself as something else that's more interesting, and in that you want to
3: get away. Yeah, but that's what—that's why I asked: Is it based on my definition, or is there something in the book that I'm committing to?
1: No, this, there is not.
3: Juncture? Okay, okay. Because it says like choose. It says like choose did an identity go, based on this on the sheet.
1: Did you go over what obsession does mechanically? Good
4: point. Um, if you are doing something that ties in with your obsession, it allows it allows you to flip flop rolls. So if you roll. An 81, you can flip-flop it to an 18 if that gives you a success. Cool. Unless you're too fucked up. Wait, maybe obsession still works if you're fucked up. Yeah, but don't be too fucked up. Anyway, at the next stage, you'll be adding one identity. Generally speaking, in this game, you will get 120 percentile points that you can allocate between uh, identities. Up to four identities. Now these are broad and but they generally indicate what your character is, like what kind of person. Like for example, Burning Heron, you could choose former cult member if you wanted. You could choose cat obsessed or like anything you want. Basically, it comes up it comes out on the sheet as I am a something something. Of course I can, blah, blah, blah. Which means anything within the skill penumbra of that person. Like if you say I am a police officer then, of course, you could be able to do all the things that a police officer would like logically be able to do without having to roll for it or, like, def- or, or to justify why you have that skill.
3: I see on the sheet there's, um, of course I can, but there's also feature and taboo feature and optional feature.
4: Um, these things, okay, all features right. um, don't need to be defined yet. We can define features later, but basically every identity will substitute for a, an ability, an upbeat or a downbeat ability. So for example, if you've got low points in unnatural, so you have shitty secrets, you could have an identity which substitutes for secrets and then you won't have to worry about that downbeat ability except for certain things.
0: Uh, and what does it mean by connect the, the obsession to an identity? Mark one identity. Well, for, for example, if
4: Burning Heron's obsession is seeing through bullshit, he could easily tie that to an identity, for example, ex-cult member. Basically, this, is the, this means if by connecting an identity to your obsession, this allows you to flip-flop um, your roles on that identity. While the other identities which aren't connected to the obsession, you generally can't do uh, flip-flops.
2: Oh, I see. So essentially, because I had
4: lived yeah.
2: through an escaped to cult, uh, being able to see the bul- being able to see through the bullshit of someone who is in a cult, I would be better at that than just seeing through.
4: Now I'm going to post this um, link to a website called On Armies Unknown, which will three. give a list of the identity features and what okay. each can do.
0: So, um, so we can have up to three, but we don't need to have all three, right?
4: You don't have to have all three. You can have up to four, but I guess you guys are all using the character sheet which only has space for three. But if you want to have yeah. an additional one on top, that's also fine. But you've only got 120 percentile points to divide amongst your identities. So choose wisely. So at this stage, the main thing, um, the first thing, the first feature of a an identity has to be a substitutes for, uh, which means you choose an upbeat or downbeat ability, which are the abilities which are next to Your madness meters, uh, unnatural, helplessness, isolation, self, and violence. Just choose one of them that this identity can substitute for. So you'll roll the identity instead of rolling the ability above.
5: So I have some questions about what some of these are. Like, I'm not sure what status or secrets or connect and struggle are. Like fitness and dodge and pursuit, knowledge, lie, notice, and secrets kind of seem self-explanatory a bit. But those ones I just mentioned before. Okay,
4: go through them again, the ones you have confusion of.
5: Um, status.
4: Status is basically uh, how you're treated by society. It's um, you're ah. like, un, like a Call of Cthulhu credit rating, kind of.
5: Okay, what about pursuit? Because now I'm confused as to. Pursuit what is that running
4: means. away and chasing someone who's running away. It can be used for car oh. chases and foot chases and whatever.
5: All right, and connect versus struggle. Connect, Connect is talking like to people. With people.
4: Yeah, it's um, it's your social skill. While struggle is your violence, like um, skill.
5: Oh, and that's opposed to
4: fitness, which would just be
3: okay. I see. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question, and I really will, I really like an honest answer here because I've been lied to over and over about this by pretty much every game in existence. Is Unknown Armies a game where you need a combat skill to survive? No. Okay, I'm gonna take your word on this. But I just want to tell you that I've heard this before, and it's never been true.
1: The nice thing about magic is, like, the kind of creative use of it can work. So you need either combat skill, skill or a magic ability. ability. I'd say that if you want to make sure, super sure, you're safe, then all right. Well, I, I need that. to
3: start like rejigging my character. In concept the then. violent
1: section
4: of the book, and this goes back to second edition, the violent section starts out with a whole bunch of different ways you can avoid a fight instead of fighting someone. Because the, f- the combat system is fairly deadly, um, and the game does encourage, in rules as written, to not get into fights because you can get killed.
3: Okay, but, but going going back to second edition, what I remember very specifically is that the book said that, and then the example adventure starts with a gunfight in a Walmart. Like, it immediately throws you into a combat encounter after yeah, saying that lots, it's not going to do There's lots that.
4: of games with has this problem where the, the philosophy of the game... Yeah, and, I'm, and that, that... that yeah.
3: And that's why I asked you, in your honest opinion, how is it going to play out for us? Because that's going to make a big difference in how we build our characters.
4: You know how lazy I am with running combat in Delta Green. How oh, many no, combats do I, I actually run generally in my games? I mean,
3: consider it. So so the best games of Delta Green that I ever played with you were, the ones that I remember, are the... Uh, Ikegongway games and the Office Forty Four games, and those averaged about one combat encounter per session.
4: Yeah, that's that seems like a normal amount for me, just one. But remember, they were one shots as well, not campaigns. There's no reason, like in my in the games I've run and played the, the, armies, um, plenty of times. There's no combat in a session.
1: Depends on what you're doing. So. To give my own opinion from running this uh, in a campaign format, um, the way the um, uh, I'm blanking on the mechanics for um, the way the mechanics for attacking someone's stress god works. I mean, they're a somewhat reliable way to convince NPCs. Okay, that's to do what, what, what I was looking want. for.
3: Is does the game have a mechanic for resolving an encounter with something other than I damage his HP?
1: Yes, and the key thing in mind is that not only is Combat unarmed armies very lethal. It's yeah. very unpredictable. Like in just an unarmed combat encounter, if you roll a zero one, then you kill the guy with one punch. Which happens in combat can very easily turn deadly, even more so than Delta Green.
4: Which is realistic because that happens all the time. Like how many drunken fights in car parks end up with some guy dying from one punch by accident.
5: Part of that is because both participants were drunk. and
4: That is true. But people can, people can go through a lot of damage and not die, and alternatively take a single shot and die randomly. It's luck of the draw.
5: All right. Well, I have um, picked, uh, based off of my obsession of the beauty of the cosmos, I have picked uh, the identity of a scientist. Ooh, I figured just, I just a general scientist? I will be a general scientist. A, a jack-of-all-trades, as one might be. It's the, the fantasy of knowing everything about everything, or at least everything about everything that can be explained by science.
4: This sounds like a sort of Carl Sagan, Bill Nye-type character now. Beauty of the cosmos I mean, and just science. I mean,
5: yes. <laughs>
4: that I'm, is literally I'm what criticizing. That's good so far. Uh,
5: I think I'd slant more Carl Sagan than Bill Nye, but um,
4: yeah. Wouldn't we all? And what does that substitute for? So, Knowledge? Um... And choosing the substitution you can actually define what, like, if your identity is scientist substitutes for knowledge, that's an obvious. But if it's scientist substitutes for pursuit, it's like what, what, what kind of scientist are you? It, it, it kind of. It's the pursuit it's of knowledge, you know. motherfucker. <laughs> scientist <laughs> but um, substitutes was, for dodge. I was going to
5: say scientist substitutes for um, secrets.
4: See, that's good. That works. That means you're a, kind of a strange scientist. That works.
5: Yes. Like there's, there's lots of weird shit out there um, that science can try to explain and maybe a wizard might be able to explain it better because they're completely unhinged. But hey, I'm going to get there with science. So I take it on my character sheet, there's feature, right under feature or taboo. And there I would say substitutes for secrets, correct? Yes. Gosh, there really is not that room to write things. The font is so large. All right.
4: Okay, you should only add one at
2: this. All point. Right. so I feel like my two identities have kind of written themselves. Oh, I did Just
4: like keep it there. I'm uh, um, a cult survivor and a so which cat is your obsession? Person. One. Oh, sorry. I'll just do cult survivor then. All right. And what does it substitute for? Uh,
2: cult survivor, because that's the one that ties to seeing through bullshit. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I was also going to do secrets for mine, but I don't really want to overlap with that. So maybe um, I'm thinking lie also helps you to see through or lies. lie maybe or connect. All right, then that sounds that sounds like what I'm gonna do because that really fits the character concept I've got so far.
4: All right, that's good. Um, conscience or Melon? Sure, I'm just
3: gonna drop uh, Con Artist as my first entity because it's uh, it's a pretty obvious choice, and I think I'm gonna um, use it to sub for Status so that I can max out Pursuit instead, since my character's obsessed with doing the, the perfect getaway. So I can convince people that I'm like. A, a top bloke when in reality I'm already planning my escape.
4: That makes sense. Always have an out.
0: And conscience. Uh, I've got the idea that uh, my character is like a former priest, um, but I'm trying to think of what he does now, now that he's completely divorced from the church. I'm thinking like Christian video essayist, or maybe. That's amazing. Like, like on YouTube? Yeah, yeah.
3: What um, denomination? He doesn't believe it in denominations.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's well, well what, beyond that.
3: Well, what denomination were you yes. previously? No, 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 no. Top, top hat. You, you're, you're not slicing the pie thinly enough. Does, does man enter heaven through faith and good works or through faith alone?
0: I mean, uh, <laughs> he. Give me a second. Give me a second. He enters it through. Yeah, it's got to be faith and. Quote good works, but only
3: all right. So not so not a so not a not a Calvinist and not a Protestant.
0: He he definitely used to be a member, like a priest in the Catholic ringing that bell. Like he was ordained, and then um, uh, I I I don't recall for the process, but yeah.
3: Jesus Jesus came and then so did he. Yeah. And then he had violated his vows of clerical celibacy. And at that point he figured, you know
0: Exactly right.
3: Why not just throw in the other nine tenths of like debauchery?
0: Exactly. Jesus made him a non celibate.
3: So I'm thinking, um, of this guy you ever hear the song Jesus Gonna Be Here by old man Waits? That is the one that I think of when I think of this character.
0: I'm not familiar with your boy Waits.
3: All right. Well, never mind. Toss this bit. It's 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 garbage, minute
0: Well, someone in the podcast, someone listening, I'm sure, will be laughing right now. I'm sure they're absolutely losing their shit.
3: Oh no, it wasn't it wasn't a joke. Like it was it was like me sincerely saying that.
4: Okay, okay at this point, I'm going to add um, something onto the corkboard, my GM input, and trigger warning for a potentially homophobic pun, but it will make sense when you see the character. Oh God. But this character is called. She's just known as the fag hag.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's that's not a. I mean, I mean, so for for viewers not familiar, that is a slang term for some for a, a usually straight woman who hangs out with with a lot of gay men. Oh, it's not a a, a particularly like I, I I I haven't heard it used in a long ass time, but it's very common in in like media from eighties.
4: And it's also upon because she has a bunch of cigarettes, and "fag" also means cigarettes in Commonwealth English.
3: Right we don't have that here but it's definitely um Dominion countries's got it that she's, is she's definitely Canadian. A she's horrifying Canadian image all right and what is what is her power I mean she obviously her power is like cigarette cigarette related she's like a carcinomancer or whatever
4: um we don't know she is a local charger uh, which means that she is a local powerful figure within the fresh Bay occult underground such as it is all right um, so can we have a Wait, actually, we can get through this pretty quickly, actually, this second part. Um, I want each of you to choose. There are five relationships in this game um, which, have mechanical, um, which have mechanics behind them. Those are responsibility, guru, favorite, mentor, and protege. Uh, responsibility means that you consider someone that you have responsibility over them, that you have to look after them. Guru means that you consider someone a source of spiritual wisdom. Mentor means you consider them a source of practical wisdom or practical information. Favorite, it means your favorite person. You're in love with them or your best friend or you just like them the most. Or a protege is someone that you want to try to teach and bring up and you see them as a student of your own wisdom. And I want you, each of you has to choose another player and define them in terms of one of these five relationships i'll I'll say them again responsibility guru favorite mentor or protege now this is how you feel about them so it can be reciprocated or not and we only have to pick one other player
3: yes all right i'm gonna pick uh tom's character as my protege because i want to help teach him or her to not be victimized by con artists like myself and whether tom's character feels the same way is irrelevant to me. I... Is this, is this... Like, is that is that an allowable move mechanically? Is That's that fine. Yeah, move? absolutely
4: fine. I would just like you to make a connection between yourself and Tom, and just, if, if you can All mark right. it as protégé.
5: I am going to put myself in a connection to Melonbread's character, because I know that I am a bit of an absent-minded professor, and uh, Melon's character is more worldly, and got his head on a swivel, and stuff like that. And so I would do to be more like him, so I'd be less likely to be shanked in an alley and have my wallet stolen.
3: Nice. Okay. Torm's on the character sheet. There's numeric percentages next to these relationships.
4: Oh, yes. It should have what it's equal to. Does it have that there?
3: No. It just says Torm has his protege, and then there's a box, and then a a little percentage sign next to it.
4: Oh, yes. I'm going to find that. That's these books are scattered what you need, so I'm going to
1: find it. I think it's just whichever one it's to the left of, so Protégé is based off yeah. of your fitness. So this
5: is based off Tormy of my connect, which
1: should be 60,
3: I guess?
2: Yeah, Protégé is based on your fitness. Alright, I have one if you don't want to go Conscience. Yeah, go for it. Alright, I think I'm going to actually pick Conscience's character as my favorite, because I've been in that headspace where you are obsessed with Christ, with your Christ and all other Christ's are a facsimile of the real thing. So I feel like I just get his headspace a lot of the time more than I necessarily do Into with the other characters. Light.
0: Then in that and case, even if I don't... you're my protege. I see this as an opportunity <laughs> to indoctrinate you. <laughs> you're trying to lead me back to the light.
2: God, I feel like if my character goes down a really dark path, you could end up moving from favorite to Google.
4: All right, now I want you guys to add another identity. Um, so you've already got one prepped, Heron. Um, so everyone, like, so let's go through them. Um, this is just the same as before. Just add another one. This is not your obsession identity, um, but it will substitute for a an ability.
0: Oh, I added two identities before. What's the second one you that? had? I had former priest and Catholic video essence. All right, so you're already you're already done. I think at this point. conscience.
3: Can I just gently suggest that? maybe those two are aren't are th- those those are very conceptually similar so i'm going to ask the, the They could be mechanically very different though okay okay yeah that's what i was going to ask is 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 it is it worth having two things that are conceptually quite similar but mechanically different and i guess if that's if that's cool then then uh, i withdraw my it, my it's,
4: um, it's cool if it just means your character is very sort of um, well defined defined within narrow Right within an narrow range, but if this, the mechanical difference is the mechanical difference, um, him being I would happy to just
0: be former priest, like, and then my job is like, like what I do for money is like fucking Catholic video essays, but they're not like an identity. Yeah,
3: that's 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 great. That's 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 fine. I just I just wondered how we're supposed to go about building characters if we should be narrow. It or just broad. means
4: it can do either way. It depends on you. Um, like if he's got. Former priest and Christian video essayist. That means that, like, those two elements of his personality are like both very important. Like, and they're not necessarily like you could be a Christian video essayist without being a former priest, and vice versa. Um, But those two, those are two very important core elements. Maybe I, I don't know
0: if I do want the video essays to be core to his identity. I might come up with a different one. But anyway, you guys go.
4: I'm trying to poke holes
3: in your thing. I just was asking because I hadn't, I didn't know what I should do for mine.
0: Melon bread,
4: no. I, I holes don't think you things. are. It's fine. I've never heard the like. Listen, listen. That that
3: that can that which can be destroyed by the hole punch should be destroyed by the hole punch.
4: That How
5: many in the holes point. in your hole punch, Melon? Three, four,
3: five. It's actually only one hole because there's only one surface. Once you put a hole in it, it be, it, it stops having. sides. Oh, so two you've got sides. those little
5: handheld punch
3: punch. Well, no, Top Hat. It was a joke about like the topography of the piece of paper and how all you have to do is put a twist in it and then tape it together and then. This only got one side. NBA strips do be pretty cool, like
4: that, right? And then, um, well, anyway, was you it, was, two was that you... Need, to need another identity each as well.
3: Yeah. yeah, was that was that you asking me to do another one? Yes. All right. Let's see here. I was trying to think of 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 what what's a good like element here, and I think that I'm going to pick an identity that gives me some dodge. Like I'm trying to think, like what's a good um, space to go with that? And there's all kinds of things. that could be like you know, uh, ballerina, artful dodge, or like dad was handy with a belt, or that, that
4: works. Um, you know, um, Paintball, yeah, that,
3: that, that paintballer. Um, paintballer feels like one of those identities that's like
4: provide firearm attack. Doesn't have to be. Depends what kind of paintballer you are, which I'm not.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a conscious effort to not just build like a killing machine character today. I'm gonna try and, and and take you at your word and build one who doesn't solve its problems by rolling firearms. So I think I'm gonna do um uh maybe maybe like like uh overactive startle <laughs> response.
4: That's which, cool. which could
3: be interpreted which which could which could be interpreted as dad was handy with a belt or it could be interpreted as like um a couple other things.
4: It could just be perfectly natural or not related to your upbringing at all. Just something you have.
3: I, um, so so there's lots of identities that say stuff like gives you initiative or whatever. Um, yep. would, would this be one that did that or is that like specifically for certain ones? In the book? Can How be, does
4: it, it work? Be. Uh, it has, it's not specific. I mean, you can choose um, as long as it's not too egregious. Um, it sounds like something that would provide initiative, but that's not what you should be doing now. You should be figuring out what it substitutes for. But you can, you can, okay, you so can it, define your features now if you want. I don't mind.
3: Okay, no, that's fine. I just wondered I was just wondering because there's like a bunch of shit here, like gives you gutter magic, gives you all this other stuff.
4: Um well, it is, it's, yeah, but I'm just gonna... initiative is just whatever makes you act a little bit faster than other people. And that makes sense if you have a subtle response. Okay, that's that's fine. I
3: just I was just wondering because um, it's just gonna sub for dodge.
4: Okay.
5: I, I had one, but I don't know if it's legal by the steps of the character creation. Um I was thinking of having uh, some sort of MacGyver as a character in that uh, this specific character is, is a scientist but perhaps he is not the greatest at securing funding and has to make a bunch of shit uh, for his own lab by himself and has learned the ways of handymanning. Uh, but I thought maybe despite not believing in the mystic bullshit of the world, perhaps his creations and substitutes for proper scientific equipment should not actually work by their laws of reality and like would have some sort of gutter magic. But I don't know if I'm not allowed to do that, and I just have to pay
4: something. You can choose to... Um, you could actually choose an adept school. It sounds wish. like a textbook hacker to me. Yeah, or the avatar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there are there are two... There's Okay, there's an adept school called Mechanomancy, which allows you to sacrifice your own memories to create impossible machines. And there's an avatar called Hacker, the Hacker, which is... Um, basically like being a maker, Um, like creating things that act better than they should. Uh, How would you describe a hacker versus a mechanomancer, Frank?
1: Well, mechanomancer the big one there is that you have to give up memories to make your clockwork stuff, whereas a hacker, you know, you can just kind of cobble together anything from really any bit of technology and it works, but uh, the hacker stuff will basically only work for you whereas mechanomancer stuff will work for anyone and can even outlast you um
3: do the memories have to be significant or can it just be like
1: That's what you're making it depends yeah um the key thing i think that works interestingly for top hats character is that a mechanomancer, you kind of got to know that you're one whereas the avatar of the hacker you don't necessarily know i you. think i'll go
5: with
4: this, w- this would mean that if you want to be a hacker or you want to be a hacker or a mechanomancer, this would mean that that identity has to be your obsession one. Like you can keep a scientist, that's fine, but your magical identity is your obsession. Is that oh, right? okay. Um,
5: hmm. So would I have to change it from the beauty of the cosmos to something else? No. Okay.
4: No, this is not necessarily, but it just means that your, your avatar or adept ability is somehow connected to the beauty of the cosmos. Sure. So maybe you, that's how you... I don't know that make that make sense. It's fine.
1: Oh, I always thought that was kind of weird for like unconscious avatars, to be honest. Um.
5: So how should so how should I notate this? So you want to be sure. a hacker? Yeah, I I think that's a cool character concept.
4: Uh, all right. Um. That will be just write avatar hacker right. or hacker parentheses parentheses Cecilia parentheses, parentheses, parentheses hacker avatar or whatever you want. All right. Can't speak today, which is bad since we're recording.
1: And you don't need to substitute that for um. Adept and avatar identities don't have skills they substitute right. for.
5: And I would yes, pick a certain amount of skill points to add, allocate to that out of the 120 I have.
4: Yes, but we haven't, haven't got to that stage oh, yet. Oh, oh, okay. So everyone has got two identities uh, now, yeah, right? So I'm
0: going to make... I've changed video essayist. He does make Catholic video essays, but it's not his identity. His other identity is dog handler. He breeds dogs. Uh,
4: okay, that's cool. And what does that substitute oh, for? I
0: haven't picked substitutions for either of my identities yet. Um, I guess that's like fitness or maybe connect. That could either okay, works. Okay, well, I'll I'll make dog handler um fitness for now, and I'll make former priest connect for now.
4: Sure, sounds good. So, for feature,
5: should I put down use gutter magic for a hacker?
0: Yeah, you can because right. every
4: adept and avatar they always come with use gutter magic and use ritual. All right, cast ritual. But those two can also go with non-magical abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, all right now. I want you guys to look at the corkboard and I want you guys to link two elements that are unrelated to each other. It can be a PC or it can be a location or anything. There's not much on there now, but you have to make a link.
3: adding relationships or is it just any it does, does it does not have does it have to be not it doesn't that. Does not have
4: to be a relationship? It can it, it's not a relationship, it's a connection like how are they related to each other?
3: Okay, so, so so as if Cabal and Cult weren't close enough, now relationship and connection are mechanically oh distinct. Okay. Um, shit. Uh, oh, okay. If you here? want
4: to add something new and connect it to an existing element or PC, you can. Or so if you don't want to add something, you can just make a connection. But if you do want to add something, you can make a connection. You can add something and make a connection. So the Hag. Usually, I would add something at this point because I like things on the board. So the Hag. What does it mean for her to be a local charger? I mean, she's a magic user um, that's relatively known and important and powerful within the occult underground of Fresh Bay. Oh, because she. Oh, okay, yes, because this system is based off of chargers. All right.
0: And Miracle Video is where the cult that we don't like hides out. Okay. Correct. Okay, I'm going to add something. I'm going to add the booty spirits of Yore. Just give me one second. What you got? This is a, the, the being uh, on a, a lake, being a bay, this town is a perfect habitat for the booty spirits.
5: And they're leatherback turtles?
0: No, they're moist men.
5: Ah, I see. <laughs> How wise.
0: How do you misspell moist? Uh, in, when you're talking about the booty spirits of yore, you spell it with an E. Um, they come to provide, think- um, they are most commonly uh, employed by humans in divination, which they are grudgingly willing to assist with. By
4: examining the shell or by cutting them open. No, no, you're
0: Harming a booty spirit is a very bad idea. They, they they explain to you what you need to know.
4: So
5: it's like the, um, the great fish that the guy fishes out of the river and it says, oh, please, Mr. Fisherman, don't eat me. I'll grant you a wish. And then he says, okay, I ask for this. And then the fish jumps back into the river and the wish is granted.
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: But with divination instead of wishes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to limit what they can be used for. I mean, like, whatever. I I want. I just want these guys to be in the game and have magical powers. All
3: right. I am going to create a... Because in order to have, like, a local underworld figure, you got to have a rival for them. So I got the perfect image lined up. I can just fucking find it. Okay, here we go. God damn it. It keeps, like, sorting itself because it wants to sort by um, alphabetical, but then it changes its fucking mind and starts sorting by date added. Uh, so Let's see here. Oh, I'm going to find him. I'm gonna find this fucking guy, should I, and it's back to fucking sort by, sort by name. There we go. So we're gonna put this guy in here. Alright, I have no idea if that. Okay, here, there it is. All right. And what should we name this guy? He's in the lower left corner of the screen. Hey, I just wanted something cool. that he's. I want someone that was visually the opposite. He's a rival of the hag. Yeah, but what is his name? Is he the alchemist? Is he like the wizard? Is he? Um...
0: Can he? Can he? Can he be? Can he be the, the captain?
3: Show what's his name. That's good. Yeah, he's the captain. And he, I want to connect him to uh, the lady or to Fresh Bay. I think to the lady and say that he is her rival. Done. This was the graphic that I used for Jensen Wu in Delta Green. Oh,
4: that's appropriate. It looks Jensen Wuish. there
5: aren't very many pictures of Jensen. There's just that weird picture of him.
3: There's, there's there's a there's a picture of him, and it's not it's not like like very interesting. Also, not very flattering either. No, it's not. It makes him look like it's like the kind of graphic that you would use for like, um, like a, a a a a bad wizard, not a mm-hmm. cool wizard like Jensen Wu.
4: Um. So we've got Buddy Spirits of Yore, the captain who hasn't added. I have not added anything,
5: and I do not think Tom has either.
4: You don't need okay. to add, right? You can yep. just connect. Yeah, I can. You can disconnect if you um, want. Yes, you I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm
2: just
3: thinking because um,
0: oh, that's the classic problem.
3: Top, top Hat, um, do you want to add maybe like an interesting new location? What was that, Melon? I was pretty happy with saying it the first time, but since you asked, do you want to add like an interesting new location? I think I will add a, uh, a food court. Ooh. Is it going to be like a super cool picture of a food court, like a balcony or something over a, an oceanic trench? I'm looking for a suitable image.
2: Tom, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, my
4: internet has been kind of dipping in and out you can link to elements or you can add something and link it to an existing element or, or you can just link to things that are already there. It's up to you.
2: All right. Come up with a new one and link it to an existing element. I'm trying, I might link some existing elements because I'm thinking apparently fresh Bay is a hotbed of new religious, <laughs> whatever is going um, on. That here. was
5: one thing I was thinking of was linking uh, Chester Lord of the cats to fresh Bay, but I figured I'd let you do it since it's your backstory now. Like it's, it, like, like it's not just a, a cult in a different city that you ran away I was from, thinking, it's, it's still around.
2: Yeah, I was initially thinking uh, linking Chester to Gigi Allen, but maybe that's a little bit going too hard on my relationship with Conscience to the exclusion of you guys. So maybe there's some relationship that's between cool. Chester and the booty spirits of yours. Maybe some kind of rivalry since cats hate the oh, water.
0: I like that. I like that. They, they've declared <laughs> war. They summon the booty spirits and fucking kill them. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like Chester is, is trying to get back to oh, me. God, He's
2: trying to get fucking, me to kill the oh, booty spirits. All right, then I'm going to make
4: that that's connection cool. between Chester and spirits. Hated enemies. Actually, I'm going to change my one thing I added. Now uh, now she's connected to Gigi Allen instead.
5: No, but she's already connected to
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, that makes sense.
5: <laughs> wow <laughs> all right um i thought of something um so this is a laboratorium or some sort of landmass that's gone in out of control that is on the opposite side of the city on the lake there's still like you can still get to it um well actually it can't be on the opposite side of the lake because the lake is fucking huge um but yeah it's it's just very eerily quiet um there are barely any birds there uh, and it sort of has this supernatural suppression of oh, get, noises. It's not as uh, bombastic as the rest of the things on this board, but uh, it's what I came up with. So I'll just connect to Absolutely the
4: fine. Day. So wait, uh, what did
2: Tom do again? I established a relationship between oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chester, Lord of I'm... Cats, and the booty spirits of Yore. I didn't add any new elements.
4: That's fine. Okay, cool. Um, that's exactly... Correct. All right. Now, I want everyone to define their relationship to the Cabal. This is you as a collective and your objective of of humiliating this wizard. How do you feel about the Cabal as a group? Do you think of it as something that you really love, which would be a favorite? Do you think of something that it needs to, something that you have an obligation to, um, is your group an obligation to you, then it's a responsibility. If it's something that you want to grow into something greater, then it's protege. If it's something that you are getting like spiritual fulfillment from working in the cabal, then it's your guru. And if your cabal is something that's giving you like being in the cabal and wanting to fuck this wizard over is giving you practicality in your life, then it's your mentor.
5: I'm going to establish my relationship as responsibility because I feel it's my duty to help the group fuck over the wizard because uh, it's his fault that my friend is dead.
2: Makes sense. I'm going to put my relationship down then as guru. Cause I feel like it's probably taken this religious significance of yeah. taking out this guy who's abusing people and bringing him down.
3: I'm going to do, uh, let's see. So it's relationship to the cabal. Can you repeat the options? Like what, what the context of each one is?
4: Uh, favorite, favorite so you just love the cabal you love your upset you love the objective the cabal has and you just think it's great then it's your favorite um if you're getting spiritual fulfillment from it maybe it's your guru if you're if it's putting your life together being part of this cabal maybe it's your mentor um if it is it feels like a burden or an obligation or some duty that you need to fulfill, then it would be responsibility. or if it's something like if the if the group is something that you want to build into something greater or something like all oh, along those lines, then it would be your protege. All right.
3: Mm, I don't know because um,
1: let's see. There's an interesting thing here, I think, which is that what brought you guys together into this cabal was, what happened to your friend? So your relationship with the, with this cabal of yours also implicitly says something about what your relationship with this friend is like, that's a good point. Or was like, rather,
0: I think I make the cabal my responsibility. I, I, I like the idea of like, I have to make my friend's death mean something. I have to honor him. Um, or oh, I don't know anything about our friend at this point. Um, and so I, I see this as like a noble duty I think I'm gonna party. pick
3: guru because I wanna learn um all these uh if I'm I'm gonna learn all these occult secrets because uh the whole point of being a con artist is to steal things. Sure.
4: Alright, so guru and responsibility for everyone, that's pretty that's interesting.
3: Well keep in mind that this is like a super pigeonholing way to describe our relationship with the group. And so given that there's only five options and one of those options is already taken for every
0: single one of us i mean favorite works pretty much just as well i
3: legit don't see how favorite and guru are different to be honest
0: Uh, your favorite would be your lover or your
4: best friend or something while your guru would be like your priest Uh, or your or your guru cool that is more explicit um in that case maybe
3: it should be mentor for me instead of um guru
2: yeah, Mentor seems more reasonable since it sounds like your character is after practical knowledge rather than spiritual knowledge.
5: Uh, Tormson, I, I made a slight addition to the uh, the Silent Forest, so you could have
3: more Isn't future. the Silent Forest a place where outside of Tokyo where all those people hang themselves? That
5: is also true, um, but that is not what I was thinking if of. a
1: tree falls in a Silent Forest... Well, no, the real question is how many bodies fall out of it does it make if a sound a objectively a now doesn't,
4: no, doesn't it not make a sound <laughs> it's, the, it's the chris benoit forest <laughs> have
0: you ever had a tree where you and you can't and you, what do you want about you wanted it and, and, and you and you wanted anyone
3: has anyone ever decided what the were to go so far as to
1: Has you
0: really been far, even as decided to use, even go want to look more like? Call 985 inside the details for Go further and even more decided to use. You can really be far as decided twice as much to use and go wish for it. When you decide far, even once to use and go want, then get really far, even as decided to use and look more like and go after. It's just common sense. Apply today.